0: As I record this podcast, it's the 22nd of January, 2018, and we are in yet another government shutdown. Now, every time this happens, and it's happened maybe three times during the time I've been doing this podcast, people write me, they stop me, they call me, they ask me what's going on, they ask me if it's the end of the world, and it gives me an opportunity to emphasize some things that we need to remember about our government and about how Washington works. So let me list a few of these in this podcast and I trust this will be helpful to you. First of all, I want you to keep in mind that the founding fathers distrusted human nature. They were, for the most part, Christian men. They believed in the fall of man. They believed that people were uh, just, just not evil thoroughly, but certainly had their lesser drives, uh, certainly had uh, their lesser desires, certainly could be corrupted by power. They believed, Lord Acton Acton's dictum, that Power corrupts, and absolute power corrupts, absolutely. Of course, they wouldn't have known it at that time, but but they believed in that maxim. And so they designed government to make conflict work for us, to make conflict make us more safe they wanted a tripartite government they wanted a, a government that had three parts and that had separation of powers they wanted things like the veto and the override and the need for a certain percentage of votes in Congress to get things done and then for other types of decisions you had to have a larger percentage uh, in favor of a certain measure they wanted the checks and balances they wanted the Supreme Court to be able to rule on the constitutionality of a law and and, and not to make law but to but to decide the direction and constitutionality of it, uh, they, they didn't want all the members of government getting along necessarily and being chummy. They, they wanted tension. They wanted not so much competition, uh, but but uh, but the opposing force, the checks and the balances, the differing opinions, uh, perhaps even ill feelings. Uh, they wanted regional tensions and and aspirations to work against other regions uh, in their in their aspirations and 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 for there to have to be resolution. They were constantly looking uh, for wisdom to surface through uh, tension, uh, through checks and balances, through the kinds of of positive things that surface when opposing forces collide. And so you need to understand that what's going on right now in Washington, D.C. is the way the founding fathers intended it. The fact is there are competing visions of how money ought to be spent. The fact is there is business that has been kicked down the road like the proverbial can, being kicked down the road. Um, there are things that Congress has hidden from dealing with. Uh, there are tensions uh, that that they have pasted over. There are issues that they have long neglected to decide that need to be decided now. Let me give you one quick example. Uh, many, all of you, I'm sure, will know that the Trump administration has decided uh, that it will move its embassy in, in Israel to Jerusalem and will consider Jerusalem to be the capital of Israel. Well, that that may have sounded like some kind of radical thing that Donald Trump got up one morning uh, deciding to do. But the fact is that's been U.S. policy since 1994. But hardly any president since then has either had the courage or felt like it was the right time to push that forward. Uh, whether you agree with him or not, Donald Trump at least acted upon it. And so that's an example of something that where the can had been kicked down the road for almost 25 years. Think about it. It's 2018, and that was 19. Ninety-four, so uh, d- two decades at least of of this being just kicked down the road, and and finally somebody acts, and of course it causes tension. Uh, we have the same thing on DACA on the on the whole Dreamers issue, and what do you do with um, with people who came into the country illegally, but then had children here, sometimes called anchor children, anchor babies, etc. Um, what do you do with them? What promises have been made to them? How should that be dealt with? Now, I'm not taking sides as I say these things. But I'm saying the founding fathers wanted tensions, wanted opposing forces, wanted checks and balances to force action on important issues, wanted statesmen to have to reconcile, to have to negotiate, to have to compromise, and they expected the best wisdom that was going to surface would surface. And I got to say, too, that we have been woefully underserved by the U.S. Congress in recent decades. Um, it's, it's, You know that popular opinion rates Congress extremely low, um, and that is simply something that's got to change. So do not be afraid. Do not be concerned about a government shutdown. I know it's an inconvenience. I know it inconveniences the military. I know it shuts down national parks. I, I know services are shut down. Uh, we'll see video of people complaining about that on television. And I'm not celebrating the hardship, especially not for our armed forces, you can imagine. However, the fact that a government shutdown is forced by a lack of willingness on the part of various parties to negotiate and to compromise and to come to the best wisdom is not something we should be afraid of. It's not something we should be concerned about. Let me bring, let me come to my second point, which I think will help illustrate this, and that is, in my opinion, and this is number two, when you what when, when you ought to be concerned is when you see everybody in Washington, D.C. getting along beautifully. It's when the smoke-filled rooms have a lot of laughter. It's when everybody is buddy-buddy. It's when there's not tension. It's when the the various politicians are not rushing to the microphones to make their case and attack the other side. Uh, it's when everybody is just smoothly getting along. That's when you're in trouble. That's when nobody's watching the gauges. That's when money's being spent when it shouldn't be. That's when a lot of back-scratching is going on. I'm okay with the tension. I'm okay with the fire. I'm okay with the yelling and the screaming. I'm okay with the shutdown, not because I want to see people suffer, but because uh, I believe that it's, it's actually when agendas are forced to the surface, um, when spending is analyzed, when people's policies are scrutinized, when people actually have to speak up and make a case and do it publicly, uh, and when the clock is ticking. I like the pressure that politicians feel during a government shutdown. I think it's important. I think it causes them to move forward. I think it causes them to have conversations that they're not having otherwise. So don't be freaked out. This is the way it was designed. And actually, you're being better served by this kind of discussion, by this kind of pressure, by these kinds of arguments. It might go on for a little while. Everything will be paid for. The government is not falling into the ocean. The nation's not coming apart at the seams. What is happening is that your elected leaders are actually having to act like it. And that sometimes only happens when a gun is to their head. And right now there's a gun to their head. So it's okay for that discussion to be happening. What I think we need to understand uh, is how dysfunctional Congress has been. Now, I'm, not, I'm not saying this because Donald Trump's president. I think if you listen to this podcast, you know that I'm very critical of him, uh, and I think he's an odd man, and I'm not, I'm not an advocate for him. I didn't vote for him, and I'm not an advocate for him, uh, although I'm certainly willing to commend him when he does something right and does something well, just like I'm willing to criticize. But the most dysfunctional part of our government right now is the U.S. Congress, and this shutdown is large largely a result of Congress not functioning well. Now, some of you are going to say, well, you're just, you're giving Donald Trump a pass. The reality is that Trump, and again, I've already said where I am on him, that Donald Trump has already approved two separate budgets that should have uh, brought reconciliation and should have avoided a shutdown. Uh, He's not being unduly stubborn. Uh, He is, he has already agreed several times to budgets at one of them actually proposed by members from the other party. And so in this particular case, God knows that's not the norm, but in this particular case, He's been fairly rational. Uh, What's going on is a combination of the dysfunctions of Congress and the attempt of some people in the Democratic Party uh, to force the DACA issue onto the top of the budget issue, which is causing a shutdown short term. That's not just me blaming the other side. That's the reality of the situation. What I want you to see, though, as is as troubling as it is, as gut wrenching as it can be, as scary as it can be, the fact is, people are having to stand. Up, they're having to make a case. The spotlight is being uh, shown upon, shined upon them. They are having to be exposed for what they believe, uh, good, bad, or otherwise. Uh, they're having to articulate where where they stand. Uh, they're having to show courage. And, and as you may know humorously, the last thing Congress wants is to be put in a situation where they have to be courageous. And so, again, many of these people are noble patriots and good people, but Congress is dysfunctional. And uh, that's, that's why they produced so little term after term. And it's also why the American public views them with such low regard. So man up relax, understand this is going to take a while, but good things always shake out from these confrontations, these shutdowns, shutdowns. and the press will present it as though our entire government is dysfunctional or it's the fault of one side or the other. That may be at any given moment, one side or the other may be intransigent or, or stubborn and causing uh, things not to progress. But overall, the process is healthy. It's what the founding fathers wanted to have happen. When you have tension when you have these fault lines, when they're being made public, that's when the business of government is getting done. And you watch in a short period of time, we're going to have some wisdom boil to the surface. Let me just close with this thought. One of my friends in, in the world is Tom DeLay. Some of you remember remember him as the House Majority Leader uh, some years ago, uh, a good man, a good politician. I, I love him dearly. Uh, when Tom DeLay was the House Majority Leader, and bill clinton was president they hated each other Uh, I read an article in the Washington Post that describes something I've actually seen. If you mention Bill Clinton in the presence of Tom DeLay, the veins on his neck actually stick out. (laughs) I mean, he really despises the man. And you can hear to this day how Bill Clinton despises Tom DeLay. But the fact that they had to reconcile, the fact that they had to slam into each other and negotiate and work out policy, they arrived at some of the wisest policies. Of the last half a century in America, some of their policies on welfare, uh, some of their policies on Medicare, are brilliant, still enduring. Everybody celebrates them. Both sides say it was brilliant. And did it come about because they were card playing buddies? Did they come about because they drank whiskey together late at night? No. They fought like cats and dogs. In fact, if Tom Delay had, had his way, Bill Clinton would have been impeached and removed from office. But because they had to negotiate, because they had to make a case. Because they had to summon facts, because they had to argue it out and ultimately reconcile, they came out with brilliant policy. We are not governed by angels; we are governed by fallen human beings, and sometimes they don't do the right thing until they're forced to. So hang in; it's going to be a bumpy night, but we will get through it. Stephen Mansfield is a New York Times best-selling author, a popular speaker